0: Six o'clock! Get online! Move up on me! Online on me! Zero one to zero five, we have effective fire on our position. It's about to get fucking weird, bro. Welcome to Hero Games Podcast Shorts, episode three titled Burn the Ships. As always, I'm your host, JD. It's good to be here. I ask that you open your mind to the words that I'm about to share with you, as always, and I'll get to building this out. So I'm going to begin with two short stories to build some context to this idea of burning the ships and how that could relate to you and your life. I'll talk a little bit about how it fits into mine. Now, there are varying accounts of both of these stories that I'm about to share with you, but the main points stand. So focus on that. In 1519, Spanish conquistador Hernan Cortes landed on the Yucatan Peninsula with 11 ships and 600 men under his command. And before embarking inland, he rallied his men and he delivered a seemingly absurd order, burn the ships. Now, there's no written account that I could find of what proceeded after Cortez gave that order to burn the ships, but I've kind of built it out in my own mind. And, you know, so bear with me for a second. I think that there were predominantly two factors occurring there was the physical factor, and then there was the psychological factor of that order. You know, as someone who is in charge of some dudes doing some things, I know that. I have to manage reactions to the things that I do. So you go off and you drop something on the guys like, "Hey, yeah, see those ships over there? Go burn those." Um probably going to get some pushback. Probably going to get some pushback. In fact, you might get some mutiny, right? So out of those 600 men, I wonder how many thought to themselves, "Hell no. Wouldn't no." We're not doing it. We're not burning the ships. It makes no sense. We don't have to burn the ships. This guy's crazy. I've been saying that. We're not doing it. Who knows, right? So on the physical side, these are massive vessels, large enough to carry 600 men from Cuba to what is now modern-day Mexico. I imagine before they burnt the ships, they removed vital equipment that they could use in their journey through the Aztec Empire. So that had to have taken at a minimum days, but possibly weeks. So the physical aspect of removing all of this equipment, pulling it out from the shore, staging it, all the while you're an Indian country, man. This seems crazy. The psychological aspect of fear and despair, maybe some insanity that's starting to set in. What's going on here? But overwhelmingly, we have to imagine the message that dominated was vencer o morir, to win or to die, victory or death. Because over the next two years, Cortez and his 600 men made friends across the Aztec Empire, and then they overthrew Montezuma, and they seized control of the Aztec Empire. And this act won modern-day Mexico to Spain in the 16th century. And that language is still spoken there today because Cortez did not give his men the option to not be victorious. It's pretty hard. So that's actually where this burn the ships originates. And again, there's a lot of nuance to that story. Many conflicting tales yeah no shit it happened in the 16th century right it's a long time ago man so of course there's conflicting tales there the next story this is a little more modern and honestly it's been on my mind all week the israeli conflict has been on my mind all week Anyone who's been watching the news has seen the atrocities that are occurring. Good, bad, or indifferent, Israel is demonstrating the mindset of burning the ships. And this is a nuanced conversation as well, man. This takes us way back to the beginning of two different religions who think that that land is theirs. And that's not what we're going to talk about right now, but... It's complicated to say the least, but that doesn't mean that I can't pull this, this little gem from it and and learn and see how a country like Israel is doing something great even amidst all of the horror. So I actually heard President Biden tell this story in his speech when he returned from Israel a couple days ago, and he was talking about when he was a senator in 1973, and he was seated with Golda Meir. She was the current prime minister of Israel and only female prime minister ever. And during their conversation, Golda Meir looked at Senator Biden and said, hey, would you like to go outside and take some photographs? He said, well, yeah, sure. And they get outside and she looks over at him and she goes, well, why do you look so worried, Senator Biden? And of course, Senator Biden said, "Well, <clears throat> well, because I am worried. These are Immensely challenging times. And my Meir looked at Senator Biden and said, We don't worry, Senator. We Israelis have a secret weapon. We have nowhere else to go. And so, in this sense, the Israelis have burnt their ships. They have determined that that is their land. They will stay there. And by any means necessary, they will achieve their end state. We have nowhere else to go. Now, how could these two stories apply to you in your life, right? We're talking about Cortez defeating the Aztec Empire 600 years ago, or the current conflict in Israel, which even though it's on our TV screens, we're so detached from it, right? Because we're safe, most of us. And so how could this relate to you? Well, I have lived much of my life by burning my ships. When I was 17 years old, the war in Iraq had just kicked off, and all I wanted to do was be part of it. I signed up for the Army at the end of my 11th grade year of high school. And then I spent the summer dreaming of of getting the chance to go to Iraq. Went into my senior year of high school, really didn't give a shit about much except just getting into the army and getting to that fight. I didn't apply to any colleges. I had the potential and the capability to do so. It just was not what I wanted. I joined the army with an option 40 contract taking me straight into the Ranger Regiment and a year after graduating high school, I was in Baghdad, Iraq. And at that point, I had achieved the dream that I had been chasing since I was 17. As far as I'm concerned, when the war started and I was eligible to join, my ships were burnt. There was no option. And what that meant to me was there was no other path. That was the path. That was the path that I was taking, and no one could deter me. And there were many people who tried to deter me. But it wasn't possible. My ships were burnt. There was no turning back. I had given myself an ultimatum. And oftentimes when we fail, it's because we don't have an ultimatum. We have our ships back sitting on the beach waiting for us. But when your ships are burnt, there's no turning back, it's win or die. Now, you don't have to apply that and you shouldn't apply that to all things in your life. Another way that I apply that is in my close relationships, particularly my marriage. We we will go through trial and error. We will have ups and downs. We will ebb and flow. But there is no turning back because the ships are burnt. There is no other option. It just doesn't exist. And knowing that, within my relationships gives me peace. It gives me security, that safety, right? Taking it back to that feeling of security that we need as one of our basic essential needs. So having my ships burnt and not there for me, it actually provides me more safety, more security. Now, sometimes the other person doesn't want to burn their ships. So maybe you need to look into that and figure out if that's the right person. Now, you certainly need to know when not to burn your ships as well. In fact, maybe burning your ships is like something you do 10% of the time, right? No need to burn your ships on the way to pick up fucking groceries or I don't know, whatever else you do day to day. Burning your ships doesn't mean to not have a plan. It's not aimlessly charging up a hill into a machine gun position. Burning your ships is methodical. It's a process. It's a system. It's employed specifically. It's not an accident. It's intentional. It has purpose. It has an end state. For me... Burning my ships has been an integral part to my success, my measly little success. Burning my ships has been part of that. Hero games. From the beginning, the ships were burnt. Hero games is happening every single year, no matter what, even if I die, because then we'll do hero games for me. So my message for you guys today is pick a cause worth dying for whatever that is it could be a person it could be service pick that cause identify it make sure it's nested within your greater purpose know your end state and then burn those fucking ships dude